welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back. Yeah, buddy. We're back. And with exciting news. What? I have chocolate in the fridge. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Is it just regular chocolate or is it covering something? It's peanut butter covered in chocolate. Oh, the best. Oh, homemade. Homemade. Um, And... Tis the season. Tis the season. All year long is for the season of chocolate. So, no, the good news is we are on iTunes. Oh, we are. Congratulations to you and me. Yeah, buddy. Um, Yeah, like a week and a half ago, I got an email that says, sorry, you've been declined and you can't go on iTunes. And then I was like, whatever. I got angry and I was like, I'm not recording again. (laughs) That's why we've been gone for so long. That's why we've been gone. That's one of the reasons. And then a few days ago, I got another email that said, congratulations, your podcast is now live. So if you want to check us out, once again, this is Howley Life. Hashtag Philippians 320. Yes. So subscribe and add us. And if you're wondering what that noise is, we have a house guest right now. Ooh, a lucky guest. Who is it? It is Simon's brother, Levi. My brother Levi is out here, and he moved out here, which is kind of an interesting segue into what we're talking about today. It is actually a very great part of um, what we're going to talk about today, so it's kind of the more encouraging part of the discouraging topic. Yes, true. I guess I, can, I like that. So we have a little bit of each. We just want to talk about what it's like um, and share what it's like to live out here and have people more or less... The culture out here, what's it like, I guess? Why don't you explain it? Um, what specifically? You just mean the transient nature of uh, the islands? Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, Hawaii in general is a place that typically when people come and move here, they don't stay for long. So, they'll come and they'll say, oh, I'm going to make a life change. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to live different. Whatever it looks like. Whatever the reason is for someone to come here just for the beautiful weather or whatever. And then, on average, about two years later... Uh, people contract this disease, and this disease is known as island fever. Oh, and it's brutal too. They just they just break out with the hives and start itching and scratching. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So maybe not all that, but uh, yeah. But in all reality, Popping, people get really sneezing, sick of this island, burping, or sick of the culture, or farting, sick of being stuck in such a tiny area. Nausea. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's various other stomach. reasons as well. But um, all of those things add to the transient nature of people here. And so the reality is that people come and go a lot. And the average stay for people that come is about two years. So uh, they come and they go and they come and they go and they come and they go. True. And not a lot of people stay for long periods of time. True. Um, I think we just pulled that two years out of our random number box. We have a box here beside us. Yes. So whenever we choose a number, we have this box beside us when we record, and we just pull something out of it. So that's yeah. where the two years came from. I mean, it was from like zero to 50, so. So it could have been 50 years, could have been two. Um, but and no, we don't know exact time. So a lot of the time it could be two weeks. Sometimes it can be 20 years. But there's just a constant recycling of people. And it's kind of something that we've actually based our ministry around out here and being a light 
to the people around us. Because um, everyone knows that that's the way things are out here. And even bigger churches, you know, churches that aren't house churches know that if someone's white and they've moved out here recently, they're probably going to leave. Yeah, they actually don't in general. It's, they don't really, it's not that they're not welcoming. Sometimes they aren't. And we've definitely felt that in some of the churches that we've visited. Um, but it's also, uh, it's really hard to build a deep relationship with people um, that live here and actually develop that because they just, you know, people come and go. So they don't want to invest their life into someone else um, that's kind of just passing through. And that's understandable to a degree. But like you said, like our ministry specifically has almost taken that portion of people who do come and go. And we've kind of made that our, like made that our ministry because we know that that's how it is. And um, yeah, so I'll let you segue a little bit into what that might look like. Yeah, because we've like, right, we've gone to churches right. and they, we have had leadership when the churches tell us like, yeah, we don't waste our time on anybody. Um, you do get a lay though. You do Which get a lay, yes. Cool. So whenever you go to a church, a lot of the time you'll get a lay. But other than that, they, their philosophy is like, we don't want to waste time on someone that's not going to be here. And we've decided, okay, well, there's a gap here on that island, on this island. And that gap is nobody's reaching out to the new people. They want to wait until, okay, you've been here five years, so now I guess I can trust you. So rather than, you know, a lot of the time churches will say, oh, we don't want to pull people from other churches, or we just don't want to shuffle people around. We're legit. That's what we hope for, is to never pull someone from another church. Our goal is to bring people um, and invite them into our fellowship, people that either are 100% new believers, and those types of people can take years and years and years of just working on the soil, planting the seed, watering the seed, and then if God makes it grow, you know, then they're going to come. But outside of that, we are specifically reaching out to people that are have just moved here. And like we said, most of the people that just move here leave. Um, with that being said, you know, it wasn't part of the plan, but we have a church member leaving this week. Yes, somebody who's, yeah, who hasn't been with us for a super long time, but six months was a really great uh, part of it while he was here, and that's the perfect example, yeah, of somebody who, who came, who um, hasn't been on the island long, who was looking for something, um, who found our church to be home, and we really got along well, and uh, he integrated great into the fellowship that we have, and um, yeah, and now it's going to be really hard to see him leave. Mm-hmm. And that's just the theme. That's been the theme since we started. So we've been doing church here for a year and like four months, five months. And yeah, I mean, to, we can't count everybody, but I would say we've had, if you took all the members that have been through our church and visited, 80% of those people don't live here. 70% of those people. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, it's probably Maybe 80. Not, uh, it's high. Um, and sometimes it's literally someone comes for two weeks and they're like, oh, you know, they've been here for a couple months. They find our church. You know, I've been looking for a church. They come to church with us for two weeks and they're like, you know what? Uh, I just got a job offer back in the States. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> they just got a job offer back on the mainland and they decide to take it and then they're gone. But there's kind of like a dual side to this as well. Not only do people leave. But housing, how does that affect our church here? 
Uh, yeah, so um, when people leave, obviously everyone kind of takes the leaving differently. Um, but the nice thing about it is is people are coming in and seeing something different than maybe what they've seen in the past. Um, it's really actually affected a lot of people, and then they're able then to take that um, with them wherever they go and to, to know that there's some there, there's different ways to do church, that there's different ways to do fellowship, that there's different ways to do uh, life as a Christian. And um, so it's kind of cool that we uh, play a really big part in um, planting that seed, I guess, uh, with the people that come that are here for a short time, and then, then they go somewhere else. And not to say that they'll necessarily start their own home church or whatever, but just to enlighten them into the idea that something like this could exist and kind yeah. of inspire them to really get excited about trying to look for something more um, community-oriented, really tight fellowship, really tight relationships um, yeah. wherever they go. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not to say that we're awesome because we're not, but um, I guess our goal is we know our purpose or we've starting to see, you know, it's going to be a people that aren't here a long time and they're some might be here for a year and some might be here for a week. But our hope is that they're going to see something and it'll stir a desire for a more intimate type of fellowship with people wherever they go. Um, we talk about it often that if we were to read um, a description of what church was like all throughout the New Testament and then we walked into like a church, your regular American church in today's world, you would feel like, out of all the things, these are what you chose as the most important. And for us, we're still figuring it out, but our goal is to really, like, what is, like, really important? What is the thing that you, if you read the New Testament, you'd be like, this is something they're not going to miss out on. Right. So we try to capture that, you know, like the fellowship, the communion, the bearing one another's burdens, the loving one another. That You know, like, we, we try to focus on the one another's. And if we want to add something in, you know, we don't do music, but if we want to add in music, right, we easily could, yeah, we would do that, right. But we really try hard to evaluate what are the like foundational core parts of church, and you know, we're still trying to figure that out. But our goal is to like hopefully plant seeds amongst people because I mean, there are people on this island that have stayed and will be here a while. But those people, like we said, are more or less people that are plugged in somewhere already. Right. Or that, or they haven't believed for years and years. And it's, you know, it's a process. But actually when I asked DJ just a second ago about housing, I was trying to stir up a different type of question, but he spurred off on that. I guess another thing that kind of makes the whole transient um, nature of this island is finding housing oh yes so like we had a member of our church and they were a member i don't know for like six months again maybe that's a good estimate and their apartment ended up becoming not available and they had to move happens all the time here so they ended up moving to the other side of the island and that doesn't fit well with our vision to be a group of people that are tight tight knit community that are in each other's lives that are doing daily life together in fellowship yeah, it not only really requires <clears throat> like a close relationship, um, but it also really makes it a lot easier when it's close, uh, like distance-wise, um, to just be able to to be as active as we can be in helping one another or 
Um, you know, if there's a need, you know, if someone needs their oil changed, if they need their car worked on, if they need their lawn mowed, if they need their dog let out, whatever it looks like, um, it's really super helpful to be close in proximity as well. So, yeah, so that does add a lot of complications when people are just like, oh, I got to move because, you know, my rent's gone or my rent's mm-hmm. up and, and yeah. or whatever. The landlord just do, springs yeah. it on them and says, hey. And, I, and the way they look back. at yeah. like, new people on this island is so extreme like we were just talking about is like they kind of look down on you if you're new so if you just moved into a house and you entered a six-month agreement and then the your landlord figures out oh their friend that's been there for 10 years needs a place to stay yeah it's going to them you're gone yeah i mean even if you've already signed a contract you know that's just the way things are the way like i describe it to people sometimes is back in michigan when Lindsay and i got married there was a waiting list for an apartment complex we wanted to go on and the waiting list was like a month. When we came here, we checked a couple apartments, and some of the ones we wanted, the waiting list was over five years. So housing is like extremely difficult. And with that, as far as the transientness of people coming and going and not being able to have a place to stay and how we want our community of believers to be so close, makes it a really interesting type of ministry that we're doing here. Yeah, very challenging um, and rewarding at the same time. Yeah, but we all take it differently, I guess. Um, me and Rebecca are a little bit wired differently, so it can be discouraging sometimes um, the way we invest in people and the way we're wired um, can be hard. But uh, it's also rewarding to know that you got to experience something as intimate as you did with a person and right. then now they're going on the other side of the world, and hopefully that they'll take that with them and and inspire others. Hopefully the way you inspired them. So yeah, it's exciting. But um, other than that, I guess there's a couple things we wanted to mention. Um, DJ doesn't know he's looking at me with scared eyes now. Ah. Um, first of all, we uh, are going to start recording a couple more podcasts. Maybe we, we're thinking about like talking about the three top three things we've learned since being here maybe yeah um or that yeah we'll we'll flush that out yeah Yeah. about what we learned about church or other people or the island or ourselves but also um so my brother just moved out here and he's looking for a place to stay and we just talked about that um in this podcast he's definitely like he did a 180 and he's part of our church now and he's like sold out so our hope is that he won't become one of those people that moves 45 minutes away, um, but that we can really be a support to him and he can just somehow continue to live here or, you know, live just down the road. Someplace so anyone that's close. listening, yeah, just, yeah. We, don't, we would definitely want prayer for that, I guess. I don't know if we've asked for prayer before, but that would be one of the things. It kind of just ties into what we're talking yeah, about today. Absolutely. So other than that, what do you think? What do you got to say? I know you can add something. Something. There it is. Something. Um, so with that being said, thanks for tuning in to Holly Life. Hashtag Philippians 320. If you've experienced any of the symptoms listed in this podcast, in addition to fatigue, shortness of breath, itching, loss of skin pigmentation, constipation, joint pain, or back pain, please seek a doctor or just tune in next week to our new podcast.